All right, everyone, welcome to day 43 of the Lockdown Golf Podcast. We made it again. Every day feels like a new a victory at this point that we're still going and we aren't sick of well, we're sick of it, but uh I just wait. I just wait every day when I sit down in, in the stew and I text Chris and I go, hey, man, I'm ready to go when you are. He's just not going to reply, and that's the end of it. But so far, <laughs> we're on day 43. We have some we have some big big topics we're going to cover today, such as uh, Chris's heavy involvement in watching the Chicago patriotic display of the Blue Angels flyby. <laughs> And we also have some news on the PGA Tours health and safety plan they issued. And uh, oh, look, all I'm going to say is someone's still getting coronavirus with this thing. Just saying. Uh, I got some test results back that we're going to cover. So stay tuned for that. And uh, maybe most. <laughs> it's a great teaser. Just hang on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but an even bigger teaser that's, I think, is. It came in breaking news as we were doing the show. We may see the golf world get turned upside down with a possible upcoming event. I'm just saying breaking news. You heard it. Maybe you heard it here like fourth, but it's breaking news in the golf world. (laughs) All right. So you want to you want to stay tuned to hear that. We pride ourselves on being just a little late. On breaking news. Little to medium late is ideal for us. That's that's our wheelhouse. <laughs> right. Chris, who's uh who's sponsoring the show today? Bill, today's sponsor is Blue Yeti Microphones. When you want to do a USB podcast, you should use the USB microphone that Paige Spiranek now uses. The Blue Yeti microphone. I'm a little worried about the tease now, but I'll let it play. But yeah, great. Glad to have them on board. We use them. Paige uses them. We're all using them. It's the best mic you can get for podcasting. All right. That said, Chris, is your is your Blue Yeti microphone fired up? It's ready. All right. Let's start the show. So who are you? I'm Bill Bush. Some bad news. So who are you? I'm Chris McEwen. Welcome to the show, Chris. How have you been, bud? How are you doing today? It's it's an okay day. Can't complain too much. Pretty quiet overall. Not really, not where you're at. It couldn't have been too quiet. I think you forgot of a, a... patriotic national event that took place in yeah, the that's city funny. of Chicago. I, I totally missed it. Totally missed it. When did that happen? When did they fly over the city? Uh, 11.45 to noon. Huh. Did you, you yeah. even hear it? Nope. Didn't, didn't hear it. Didn't notice it. I may have been... No, I wasn't even... I didn't even have headphones in. I had probably... Like I had my Bluetooth speaker going. So I don't know. Folks, That's what, we're, weird. what we're usually I hear to. it because like during the air during the air show, like the practice days are awesome here. Yep. Because we can just go on the balcony and they like go like literally in between buildings. It's awesome. Folks, what we're referring to is Chicago had its and Detroit right before I believe had its official uh an honor of first responders event of the Blue Angels flying around the city. 
and uh, nothing says stay away from each other and quarantine, like making a big spectacle of jets flying around outside. So right. Chris being right, right in the, the heart of the city in a high rise, I figured uh, maybe you would have seen it, but uh, unfortunately, totally this missed was, it. yeah, this is sort of a letdown. But uh, I got the Blue tell Angels, you. anyways. Like, send me the Thunderbirds, man. Get out of here with your F-18s. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. They're both awesome, <laughs> right? They're both sick as hell. But that's you know, I like I gotta tell you, I'm falling into the camp of oh, we don't have enough PPE, we don't have enough uh, ventilators, we don't have people are we have 34 million people unemployed. Man, I feel like. That the money that probably just cost us could have been better used. But oh, that's you want to get started on that? No, Let's I talk don't. About the, I don't <laughs> I because say. of this. Like I know where it goes, and I can't tell you I don't understand. I mean, let's talk about like just being a manager of a team. Sometimes you do stuff that isn't. It's here. You know what? Yeah, like the the country loses how many billions of dollars every year during March Madness, but it's good to let people embrace it at the office for morale. I understand. So this is kind of like March Madness in the office place. I understand it to some degree, but I don't know. Anyway, we're, let's just leave it at that. I feel like we're about right. to step on a landmine. We don't want to. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, I was hoping you saw them and there'd be a little more to discuss. And at the end of the day, the Blue Angels are still cool as hell. Like I love fighter jets so much. Oh, for sure. Do you want me to tell you the story about uh, when I went up in an F-16 and it took about, I I actually was the longest one. I held out the longest before I threw up. Was this like while you were in the military thing or like something? Yeah, yeah, no, because we, that was one of the planes I worked on. And so when we were in, they call it technical school, um, they take all the students up and like, you, you know, within the first G guys are throwing up because the pilot's. The pilots is kind of a badge of honor, right? It's a competition between them to make you throw up. And it's a competi- competition between the between us, like the students, to hold out as long as you can. And uh, I held out the longest. I think it was like 18 seconds or something. It was something, it was nothing, right? But they just, as soon as they climb, it, it's over. It's over. Can you imagine, just think of that experience and what that was like, and then think of, when these guys are in the like big, like ticky tacky dog fights, yeah. can you imagine what that's like? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they weren't even, we're talking like Mach one, like just a little bit over Mach one. We're not even talking what those planes can actually do when they need to get the hell out of somewhere. Yeah. You know, or they're, are they're flying in, you know, in front and behind, like usually a lot of the times what the fighter jets are used for now is they run interference for the bigger for the bombers mm-hmm. so that's they'll they'll just fly in front of there and if it gets if and you know the b the b1 is supersonic so that thing can haul ass and so they'll be flying in front of that thing and then to split you know they just those things are so fast they're it's so a, loud they're so great yeah <laughs> and i'm not even like a like one of those like a i'm not a car guy or anything but man those things are just they're amazing amazing like they're just yeah. so cool yeah, I and I feel like oh, okay, so give me more thoughts and I'm like I can't, man. They're just so cool. That's all yeah. there is to it. <laughs> right. but fighter jets, awesome. I'll never forget this one time when I was a small child. I was taking the train into the city, and it was around air and water show time. But I want to say this was a practice day because I feel like what would we have been at this age? Like we wouldn't have been going down there for that. Yeah, and you're sitting. 
I, I still can't think of my train used to go into a different, the other train station, not the one it currently does. And, but still, I think of how that train comes into the city and I can't really, I'm, picture how this all came together but it's like straight out of a movie you just see the big stealth bomber floating oh, yeah. like coming around basically um like basically the whole skyline and just wrapping around the city <laughs> kind of in you know when it's making it that's not a super nimble plane so it's like no it's making this big sweeping turn around the city and it was it was. It was like straight out of a Batman movie, and it was borderline terrifying because you just don't see stuff like that. And though while you knew it was supposed to be there, it was the weirdest, coolest thing you know yeah. I'd ever seen in my life at that point. But that's that's too bad you missed them. Um, anyway, yeah. that's a shame. Big. I made a I made a big stop tonight. I did a curbside pickup for my local cocktail establishment. We have a cocktail bar here in downtown Glen Ellen. That is really good. And um, they recently published that they were now selling gallon jugs of hand sanitizer from a distillery and fairly affordable. I want to say like 24 bucks for a gallon. And at first you're like, that's not cheap. But then you think of, well, if you got these little, one of these little like three ounce things from Bath and Body Works. They, they're like four bucks each. Yeah. You know? So, all right. It's actually not that bad. So I, I had a curbside pickup for a gin and tonic and old fashioned and a couple other cocktails. Cause you know, just bring them home and uh, they're in their fridge. Didn't have any of them going on day two of no drinks. That's good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just to, you know, to, sweat it out a little during the week and then uh a gallon of hand sanitizer and i'm like well this is a world you live in now you order from your local cocktail place you put it in your car in a paper bag and drive home and you also get hand sanitizer right so that was uh that was my big excitement today i was pretty pretty pumped about that nice very nice so have you had their cocktails before like the ones that you got so you know like you know the old fashioned, yes, they mix up their menu quite a bit. And so that's sort of okay. the fun part about it, right? You go and try something else you haven't had yet. And, oh, that sounds good. We'll see how that is. Yeah. Um, so I three three of the four I've never had before. We'll see. We'll see how they huh. are. So how does that how does that work? Like it does the the ingredients don't separate, or do you have to shake before you open or um well theoretically you're they're in these it usually put them in some sort of fancy vessel, like a little very like Pinteresty vessel. Mm-hmm. Um, and you pour it into something. So yeah, one way or another, you're going to remix it probably mixing it. Yeah. And chances are if I picked it up, I mean, cause you select the time. I, I think it's really, they just have them sitting there. They kind of make them to order, but, uh, usually you're going to order them and have them shortly thereafter but yeah and i'll be honest with you i really just wanted the hand sanitizer and i'm like well if i can just get it from them i'll get it from them yeah uh and the cocktails were like well if i'm placing an order i might as well it's like the beer seller had i pre-ordered uh 
<laughs> pre-ordered weeks ago. So that came in. I'm like, well, if I'm going to go there to pick that up, I might as well get some beer too. So let me put that order in. <laughs> oh, you know what? We didn't, we didn't talk about this before the show as a topic, but do you want to talk about your new hat? Oh, the uh, new Dry Range Heroes app? Yeah, how'd it turn out? I'm, I'm curious to to get your review on it. Pretty good. I mean, I got a crack on my Instagram post about it where guys like, do you try to stuff the entire alphabet inside of a shield there? And of course, <laughs> I replied the Greek alphabet. Um, and I know that about the logo, but that's sort of the challenge of it. I want to see how well they could print it. I should yeah. say embroider it. And uh, they right. did a pretty good job, as good as I'd expect anybody to be able to. It's solid. Good. Yeah. yeah. I'm pleased with it. Of course, it's funny how many text messages I've already gotten where like, could you, can you make that logo? Can you make the logo bigger? Can you do this? Can you do that? I'm like, guys, as much as I'd love to just take one off custom orders across all of our, <laughs> right. my huge fans, like right. this is how it's going to work. This style, the dad hat thing, the small logo is a thing. Okay. Yes. If you want me to do a big giant logo at some point, not a problem. We'll figure it out, but I yeah, have, you, have to, you probably have to change hats. Well, because there isn't a, there isn't a lot of space on the dad hat for that embroidery look for embroidery. I could go a little bigger. Like I, I think I even decreased it when I put it up there because I yeah. wanted to see if they could do the small one. Um, yeah. But in the future. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. If I go, okay, I'm going to get some hats made, right? The logo is already set up and I the the place we use right you only you can do one of whatever hat so I could I could change them up I think all I want it's just I don't want to get into the world where if 10 people want a hat I have to do a different hat and size logo whatever there's very much going to be right this is what I'm getting this is what you can have right these are the options yeah but so far so good I also think it's funny because I wanted to see if they could do it and this was a sample but the reality is like the next hat I'd get for myself, I would do, I'm going to do a different logo on it or like a different badge and not the standard logo design. we always use. Yeah. I'm not going to quite call it a design because it's, it, I'll just say it's elements of this design just done different. Like the t-shirt that you sneak peek, yeah, yeah. the t-shirt that I have yeah. coming, like just do that on it. But yeah, that look that look good. Yeah. You could probably do a puffy logo on that if you want to do like a 3D puffy logo. Now you're reading my mind here. <laughs> because that's what I just I just ordered uh a sample myself of a hat with the KMDC logo on it. And I went 3D, I went puffy embroidery on parts of it. And it I can't wait to get my hands on it. I saw you order something. They, I was wondering what you got. Yeah, they sent me uh like a um a proof of how it'll look. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Get it. Count it. Give it to me. Count yeah. it. So very excited about that. Anyways, yeah, it's, glad, it it, uh, glad it looked, it looked good from the pictures. It is really hard not to just be like, all right, I'm going to order a bunch more stuff at will, <laughs> but especially with, they have a note. I don't, I'm sure you saw it on there. They have a note that says like due to coronavirus at fulfillment is severely delayed. And I, I mean, I was getting, I mean, I was getting close to a, close to a month on this stuff. Yeah. Oh, as a matter of fact, you just got in on the samples because they stopped with samples. Yep. Saw that, which yeah. not the biggest deal. It's still like, it'll, let's be honest, I only no. saved you a couple bucks, so I, I'm right. not right. going to cry over it, 
but it's more the all right fine if i don't do a sample how long is it gonna take and i am not patient enough for this when i want that hat i want it now i know i know it's tough yeah might have to do might have to do a run of hats the only thing is like I'd love to put the word out, spread the brand. I have no doubt in my mind I'd get a handful of people who would want one. And I don't feel like dealing with that. Is that terrible to say? <laughs> we got to figure out a way to set up like a just a storefront for you. And then you can just send people there. But, you know, as well as I do, then they it's like, oh, OK, you made it easier for me, but I still have to do something. I'm not going to do it. It's like your only option is like, guys, I will take care of getting getting the hat for you and making that all happen. Just give me the money. Yeah. That's like your, the most practical way or else people aren't going to do it. And they're like, well, why did I set this up? And you're not even going to do it. So right. yeah, well, for, I'll just put it That's in the fair. Chris, the Chris McEwen.com store can just have a driver range hero <laughs> section. Right. I'll just be like, don't know what to tell you. <laughs> And you also be like, why are there a hundred new items in my store? I'm like, oh, sorry, it was at me. I don't know. Did I do that? <laughs> Let's right. move on to some real golf talk. Uh, you, okay. Chris, you are aware of the PGA Tour has made some statements about uh, their plan for managing the health risks and safety and stability or whatever when they reopen. Yeah, so- they they released um, their it's a thirty seven page document um, that's basically their health and safety plan, which is very interesting because I'm helping create one as well, and it's called the exact same thing. It's called the health and safety plan, um, but it, they're outlining how they're going to manage um, these players beginning uh, next month. As a matter of fact, at the Charles Schwab, right in uh, where is that Houston? Maybe I don't know. Anyways, probably sounds like um, some Texas would do Fort Worth, one of those cities. Um, but uh, anyway, so basically they've put together this plan where it's what's called a layered uh, that they, they're going to do layered testing. So they're not just going to do one form of testing. They're going to do like three or four of them. They're going to do um, a survey, you know, like a questionnaire. They're going to do temperature checks. And I think they're going to do the the big dog like the the nasal saliva swab mm-hmm. um and so along with that they're also going to obviously i think i don't know if did we talk about it they're going to bus them around on 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 their own jumbo jet i think it's going to i think it seats 177 people uh and they have to pay for those seats those are not that's a, not a free flight pj tour is making them pay for their seats um i'm okay with that and, oh for sure yeah not cuz oh they're rich and make a bunch of money no this is part of being a, uh, a self-contractor. Yeah. And um, if you don't want to go make $280,000 for a second place finish and pay, you know, $1,000 for your plane seat, don't do it. Yeah. And choice. so and they've 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 thought of quite a bit of things because as I was reading through, I was like, oh, yeah, because like what happens so they're going to do this every day, right? They're going to do these tests tests every day. There's about a 48-hour delay in the swab results. So let's say, you know, you, you test on Tuesday and you're clear Thursday. Um, they test you again on Wednesday and you come back positive during the Friday round, right? Well, then you're out. But if you make the cut and you 
turn up positive on Saturday or Sunday, you get dropped. Basically, you get pulled from the tournament and you get the last place payout. Yeah, but here's the problem. If you got tested Wednesday, came back positive Friday, that means you're positive on Thursday. Like there's still a hole in that logic. Sure. If you're worried about safety. Absolutely. But they do, they are going to quarantine. So until your results come in, everyone's quarantined or everyone's basically separated from the whole thing. So yeah, there's, there's certainly still risk involved. Um, but I feel like it's probably as good as it's going to get, you know, part well, of that's what like, kills me. Like we're, that's what we're operating on right now. Let's right. just get it as good as it's right. going to get. Yeah. But what I don't get though, is like, they're still, I mean, they're going to have, they're going to have shot link people out there. Like it's going to be a minimum number, but like, didn't you God, see, is that, did, is that really necessary? How they're going to do all that? Well, no. yeah, because there's a lot of like, for the record, they need those people because that's not just, oh, it's for us to yeah, be able do, to do TV stuff. There's, what's the, get, what's the, what's there's the need really? Corporates, there's something probably to do with like data and cloud technology that there's some endorsement deal with and God knows what that's, that's some what I mean. trickle like, down that's from not, using shot that's, link. That's not really a need. Like you're putting people's health in danger for a corporate one you know, they obligation. Probably, they probably don't care to. Yeah. And you know, when those insurance policies aren't in place and you're on the hook for that cash, you know, I guess the, rules, but the, the other thing too, I thought caddies are going to be using rakes and touching flags. So I'm Adam okay. Hadwin I, can relax. And I'm okay with that. I sort of feel like the the rake thing had an easy solution. You just have designated rakers out on the course, worst case scenario. But if they're cleared to play and they're healthy, and I look, there's a certain element of, hey, guys, if you're out here playing, you're assuming a risk. And part of that might be if you don't have coronavirus, someone else might have it. And you guys want your rakes and your flag sticks. Right. This is a risk. So I'm sure, and I'm sure these guys are all going to have to sign some sort of waiver. Um I did see the other piece of it too is that well it's interesting how they worded it but players will be encouraged to uh what do they say fulfill normal tasks uh including removing and replacing golf clubs in their bag. So I'll be interested to see how how that looks. I I can't I don't know we'll I'd be interested to see a, a pro pull a club. I just don't see it happening, but they pull their see. clubs a lot but they got to clean them and put them back. I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah. Um, I did see that volunteers who work in buildings will get tested regularly the, the hard way. And then the yeah. uh, outdoor. So like, you know, the the quiet, please people and what have you. But the outdoor volunteers just get uh, their temperature taken and something else basic but very like super minimal testing. So I'm like, Oh, okay. That seems fine. And by that, I mean, I don't think it seems fine, but I, I don't know any more of that. I was hoping maybe that ring a bell and you knew more of those details. Um, and then what was the other one I saw the, that the kind of the other, the other kind of interesting piece of it, I guess, from just a golf inter- industry perspective or a sports perspective, kind of bigger picture is that, for once golf will kind of be the model for the other sports. You know, like usually golf lags in every single aspect of the game, you know, whether it be, you know, 
racial or whatever, right? Like uh, technological, all these different things. And then now they kind of get to be out in the forefront. And, and because if their model works, then I think other sports can be like, okay, that seems to be able to, they be, seem to be able to control it. Everyone's healthy or they're catching things when they should catch them. So it'll be interesting to see if there's a ripple effect through the rest of sports because of golf for once. Yeah, I doubt it. Not, not, <laughs> not any more than just pretending, oh, yeah, this is something. We're going to use this, whether it works or doesn't. Yeah. Um, well, did you also yeah. see what they're doing about equipment in that process? Because reps, like reps can't be on the driving range and they can't have the way club work has to, has to happen. Have you seen any of that? I didn't, I didn't see that, no. So I don't know the ins and outs a ton because it kind of lost me and I kind of didn't care. But tour trucks are allowed on property, but they can only have one. I want to say it's two, like one person who can work and one sort of rep-esque person. So two per people per truck. No one is allowed other than those two people in or out of the truck. And so to get stuff worked on, players have to like submit it to this like into this facility and uh hmm. it gets like dropped off at the truck they can work on it and then the techs have to drop it off in this other entrance of the facility and then they exit out the other side and the there will be staff in said facility to like clean and sterilize the gear and then the player can Jeez. come pick it up. Wow. And there's all this stuff about how, like, you know, the grip reps can't go and stock all the trucks up like they normally would. These guys usually would, like, go in the locker room and fill them with balls and gloves and stuff. They can't do that. But, uh, you know, it's just it sounds like that alone is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. In I terms would, of the logistics wow. you're used to. I, you're going to yeah. go back to, like, hey, you just got to be used to your equipment. You right. got to prepare for it. You don't get to get fresh grips every time you play. It's yeah, probably even Seriously. a certain element of like, you know what? Maybe you need to learn how to regrip your your own clubs and do it before you come this week. We'll see, but it's gonna it's it's gonna be complicated. I mean, they should. They're not gonna have anything to do at night. It's gonna be no no nightlife for those golfers. Just regrip your own stuff, man. That's what I would do. Just every keep your mind busy. <laughs> Go to a hotel room back. Like, I demand I have a gripping station in there. <laughs> right. Like, sir, you're not Paul McCartney. That's not how this works. You don't have a rider. Unless you're Tiger Woods renting a house. So I think, no, nah, it wasn't the show. It was on the YouTube show. Did I ever tell a story about uh, during the BMW at Medina last year, whatever it was, Tiger Woods was staying down the street from me? Oh, no. Yeah, apparently a lot of the a bunch of the golfers stayed in my town because we're not that far. And where? he was where what? Where were they staying? Like, was it a hotel? No, like renting houses. Oh, wow. Huh. So Tiger rented some house and, you know, apparently he has like, I want to say there were like four people, a dog and, <laughs> um, you know, the comings and goings of him. And he had his, like, he has his general demands and his own staff. And a guy, I guess the guy was like, 
so he had all these people, all these things. He goes, you wouldn't have known he was ever there with how well they cleaned it and took care of it. He goes, aside from like two Miller lights in the refrigerator, I, I didn't even know anyone was in this house. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What is no. it with like professional athletes and Miller Lite? We saw Jordan and Harp Pippen taking back some Miller Lights and now Tigers. Maybe it wasn't Miller. Miller. I don't know what it was, but either, even if it was, man, great tasting, less filling. Miller Lite's the best. That's a Chicago beer right there, too. And as a, craft, as a craft beer drinker, I'll sit down for a few great tasting, less fillings. No problem. Let's go. Yeah. Some good or I'm some more good of a Coors Light guy. Oh, Coors Light, no. Coors Banquet, yeah. yes. <laughs> and those stubby <laughs> bottles, hell yeah. Uh, mm, I want some Coors Banquet now. Someday Damn I'll it. tell the story about the first the first year we had our Arizona like golf trip. Um the the Coors Light story. Which is just fantastic. But anyways. Okay. Okay. You um you got some results from a test I, wow. that you wanted to discuss. Well, when you put it that way, I want to assure people <laughs> all we're talking about are golf ball fittings, not right. uh, how that sounded, the least that I'm aware of. <laughs> the blood work came back. Um, yeah, no, I did. I got my Bridgestone V-Fit uh, results back, and I, I – I, Shame on me. Can't remember the details too much of when we discussed V fit on the show a couple shows ago, but going into this, I said, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll talk about it and uh, give it a try. Submitted it. And there's that. Okay. How much is this going to really work with uh, hitting into a net and uh box of golf balls sitting in front of the ball? Yeah. Now I know generally, how I hit, of course, any given day, there could be a variance that I'm not aware of without a monitor. But, you know, I, I always say I am roughly um, at at sort of normal. If I'm hitting, a, I can get going pretty consistently where I have more speed than this. But I would say like my general safety zone speed is like 113 to 115 miles an hour with a driver for club speed. Uh <laughs> I would tell you I'm like uh, I'm probably like a depending on the club setup a twelve or ten and a half to thirteen degree launch guy. So you could say I'm right in that like twelve degree launch angle, and uh, my spin will usually be somewhere in the low to mid two thousands. Again, depends on totally depends on setup and ball and whatnot. Um, so it's just like I could tell you like, oh, those were lower shots. I should but I have a general idea of what I how I hit the ball and what my numbers look like. So I get. I just say, you know, three business days, I get my results back in a business day. And man, these guys, it's like one hundred and thirteen miles an hour. The spin I didn't necessarily agree with, but there's I mean, they had no as far as I'm concerned, no good way to tell that spin. So I'll accept whatever. Um, 10 degrees of launch. Just everything was like dead on. And so sure enough, did you enter any of that information in? Well, you enter the range, okay, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What you normally okay. hit. And then they said, you don't carry 275 or 
yeah, two seventy five total is like two eighty five, two eighty, something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's I, okay. Yeah, that adds up with the numbers are showing me, and it's it's my ballpark, I'd say. But the fact is, they do have an ability based on that box and uh, calculating frames and things to go. Okay, here's the speed we're actually seeing and stuff. But they also have to do a little inferring based off of the data you provide them. Sure enough, they come back. Yeah. We recommend for you the Bridgestone Tour BX golf ball. Like, wow, what do you know? That is my Bridgestone golf ball of choice. So that's pretty interesting. I'm not telling you it's perfect. You're not sitting there on a track man watching a ball fly the whole range of a driving range, in my case. But if you're going, you know, I don't really know what ball I need and I want to make an, I'm going to buy six dozen golf balls. I want a little, I want to have an educated, an educated guess at the very least. And, uh, it's easy to do bare minimum amount of work. And was that, was that one swing that you submitted? Yep. Wow. I mean, That's I tried really to, impressive, man. Jeez. I tried to catch one swing that, you know, would be, that I felt like, yep, that's probably a good summary of what to expect out of my golf swing, relatively yeah. speaking. Yeah, but it's a good overview. Yeah, <laughs> I got to tell you, it all added up. And uh, again, I'm not telling you it's the same as an in-person fitting with a launch monitor, but I don't see a reason why you wouldn't use it. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you try this? Yeah, Better I mean, than- how, I mean, especially right now, like, do you have access? I mean, I, I don't have access to that any, anyways. Right. To that sort of technology. So if, to just to be able to record something and then submit it, man, that's pretty cool. Now, there's this piece of me that wants to go try to do different things with different clubs and just see how much I can throw it and get different recommendations. Just for fun. Okay. Why not? Be like, let me go set up some persimmon tee shots and. Yeah. Yeah. See what happens. Use different ball combinations. <laughs> what were you hitting when you when you took the test or whatever? Does it does it really matter? I, yeah, I wonder if it matters because I can't remember. Do they ask you what ball you normally play? I think they, they do. do. Yeah, they do. So I hit a Callaway Maverick Sub Zero driver. And I hit a Titleist Pro V1X. Okay. That was my setup. But I had a I had a Bridgestone box in front of it for good optics. <laughs> but yeah, so the V Fit man. I'm uh I'm gonna I'm gonna give it credit. Credit where credit's due. I think it's worth your time to do if you don't have time to go to a track man and do a whole big fitting. It's easy, it's quick. Uh, I would tell you if you can figure out a way to do it yourself instead of having your buddy, I I don't know. Your buddy can take a photo or a video from 10 feet away. Yeah, you're fine. Have your buddy take it on his phone and, or his or her phone and, uh, send it over to you. Boom. Get your ball, your ball suggestion. (laughs) Didn't you do it at some point though? I thought you said you did V fit. You tried V fit and it gave you the BXS. I did just the survey piece. Oh, okay. Because I don't have anywhere to hit a ball. Well, when you play golf every weekend, you could probably just drop a dozen balls next to it and have. Well, yeah, I could have, but I did it. I needed golf balls before I went out. That's fair. So still should should do it just for fun. 
Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe. Might as well. I mean, tell, maybe. Tell, make J-Rev do it. J-Rev can get, can get a couple free balls and see what they recommend for him. That's true. Could have him do it. He's he a Wilson it. guy, though. He loves his, his Wilson duos. Like, loves the Wilson duo. Doesn't mean he can't do the Bridgestone V-Fit just to see. No, for sure. Maybe maybe there's a comp. Maybe you can do a like for like. Make sure mm. he's playing the right ball. Mm-hmm. Although I got to tell you, like, he he asked me the way I can spin that ball, the XS. Um, he like he, at one point he asked, like, did you change your swing or like did you change something? I was like, no, man, that ball just zips. No, like, man, I can just get a ton of spin on that thing. It's great. It's not me. It's a reactive cover. That's right. <laughs> right. All caps. All caps. <laughs> um, I really yeah. do genuinely love that golf ball, though. Like, I like the Bridgestone. I, I mean, the Bridgestone lineup's always been, you know, it's been fine. But I got to yeah. tell you, uh, this year and basically since they started going into these Tour BX, Tour BRXS, and so or B, yeah, you know, whatever. The whole Tour B, whatever. They're <laughs> These balls by Bridgestone yeah. have been very good yeah and if i may you may may, um this week this was not and this was not planned i didn't tell you this uh this week the ball fitting manager is on the other podcast golf origin stories i did see that i did see it. he's my guest and we talk about the origin story of the ball of the tour b of this of this iteration of the tour b and this is a ball that's been in the making, he said, like since 2016, hmm. which is pretty cool. So imagine what they've got in the hopper. Did you, tell years him, from now. did you tell him you were so impressed by it? You wrote a review for another website? No, I didn't. I didn't because we did the interview like five weeks ago or something. Yeah, you wrote the review five weeks ago. I've been waiting that long for the end. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I actually I think that's true. I don't think that's be, as much it, it of a joke. Be, it might be true. Because I was true. thinking, like, I think I got the first version of this review when we were still we were still in our offices. No, that's okay. not true. I wrote that at home. All right, I but you may have asked me. You may have asked me to write it when we were still in the office. I think I asked <laughs> you. I think you wrote it at the Chicago Golf Expo. That's probably more accurate. You wrote it there. I saw you sit down with a laptop. Oh, uh, the Chicago Golf Expo. Yeah. Hey, how bad of an idea in retrospect was that? <laughs> Josh brought that up. Josh brought that up, too. Let it's me like tell we you. Just, you know, we were just living our lives. We were going to the range. We were at the Chicago Expo. Like, we were just doing all kinds of stuff. Like, And know, we were man. just like, hey, all right, wash your hands. Don't put them in your mouth. Like, hand sanitize when you leave right. this place. Like, right. We knew it, but what? I mean, this is where you go. This whole thing's going to change the landscape of humanity because going forward, even when, quote, we're out of this, uh, the way we're going to behave after going to places like that or even there, I, 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 I'm not dying to even go there anytime soon. Yeah, I would imagine, um, you know, once we get into phase, what is it, five when we can do or no phase four, I think you can have. Uh, gatherings of 50 or more in Illinois. Um, like start buying stock and hand, t- hand sanitizer now because that it's going to be everywhere for, for the, forever. 
and mass. Like, I don't, you, I don't see right, how you, right. even in phase five, right? Well, back to normal. Yeah. I don't see how right. you're allowed to go through Chicago Golf Expo not wearing a mask. And oh, you want to talk masks, about, yeah. They and you want to talk masks. about a, gr- a group of people and mass as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you want to talk about a group of people I do not trust to respect people's <laughs> social distance and not coughing on you. It's the patrons of Chicago Golf Expo. I you feel saw, like you saw that, them there. Yeah, it's 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 fun people watching. Uh but I have to say, although man, could you would you not go so let's say we get we we get into phase 5 and uh and we're you know whatever the new normal is, we're living in it. Now that you've found that that sweet set of vintage vintage clubs, would you not go again? Oh, like, I was going to say if, if, after I got such a deal on uh, arguably the greatest set of by a lot of people, arguably the greatest set of forged irons ever made in history. Like I, it's just, it's just bad business for me not to go. <laughs> See, I, that's what would bring me back now because just kind of wondering like what is there that we don't know is there. I could see taking 2021 off. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Cause the rate things are going, I don't see all of a sudden February of 2021 being like, yeah, go out in big, huge, tight, clustered groups like this. Yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see. I'll, I'll be interested to see where my uh, where my appetite for risk is in February 2021. It'll it, obviously it'll depend on the data, but um, right. I think 2020, if, 2022 if show. I'm there. I'm back. Yeah, with some with some assumptions built in. Oh yeah, of course. You know that we're if we're still not bouncing back and forth between phase two, three, and four, or whatever it is, like no. But uh, well, and considering we're like, all right, this thing's reached our shores in January, and turns out by February we were already in a mutated strain that came from Europe. So God knows, God knows what we're in store yeah. for for the next year. Yeah. But hey. You know what? Today we're fine. You and I, at least. That's there's right. Go- there's golf to be played. And uh, yeah, is that this weekend? We got golf this weekend. The TaylorMade thing? Yeah. Right? Yes. Is that the 17th? I think you're right. I've lost track I'm gonna of get, time. I'm going to get the, uh, I'll get the old uh, moleskin out and take some notes on that. So we have a whole episode. Yeah. Shot uh, by shot breakdown. Breaking news, <laughs> breaking news from one of my loyal Drive Range Heroes fans. Paige Sporanic, Holly Saunders, considering golf match. No, thanks. Is that real? Uh, he just sent me a thing from oh, man. apparently posted by Golf Magic. I'm guessing they talked up on my phone. I would throw it off my balcony. Well, you heard me throw it on my desk. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want anything to do with that at all. I did see Holly Saunders was on Paige's podcast. Oh, Paige got it. I saw on Instagram today. Paige got herself a Yeti mic. So uh, she's ready. Oh, to really? Be, she's ready. Five shows in as being one of the biggest <laughs> uh, so, golf social media influencers to actually use a real microphone for a podcast she's trying to take serious. Oh God, that's just, it. I have to, I just want to say real quick, and this, this doesn't, this has nothing to do with Paige. I feel like you just don't want to say it. I'm going to stop you. 
I wouldn't, don't say it. This isn't going to end well, well. That's one of the top listened to podcasts in the country, in golf, in the, in the golf podcast category. And you and I both know we work our asses off to make this thing sound good. Do we? Do we though? <laughs> I think that's even well, makes a point more. No, we don't. And we can still sound better. Like I think we, t- I think we take it. We, we, okay. Well, maybe it's just me that we want this thing to sound good. Maybe the content isn't great. <laughs> Anyways, it doesn't. But we're not putting it like. It just goes to show. We've talked about this before. The the quality of a of a podcast really doesn't make a huge difference in terms of listenership. It's more of again the principle for me. I just want it to sound good. No, I'm with you, and I think I I'm going to stick with. Yes, we do want it to sound good, and we're we're taken to a certain level of seriousness, but we aren't like, oh, that was hot. Let's do it again. Or we, no, aren't, no. we aren't putting up sound dampening materials. But yeah, right. That's fair. <laughs> but I keep like, hearing a stupid echo in my, I know I have an echo in my, my uh, office, my stew. You just need to get your stew into a closet in a basement. You'll be fine. I uh, wish I could. <laughs> Sweetheart, we got to move. I need a, I need a, <laughs> a, I need a small house in the suburbs because I need a closet-sized right. basement room. Off to, to re- Highland Park. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Get you a membership at Northmore, and I'll leech off you beyond belief. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, uh, I think that's a true testament to. I mean, I, I don't know what she was using. I'm guessing it was like AirPods and the microphone on it, but. The few yeah. clips I've heard were just such bad quality. And then you see how high it's ranked and you're like, oh, my God. And it's not yeah. like she's not in a position to plan this out accordingly and get what she needed. And based on my own experience, you don't need that much. So I was like, good job. Right. Five, right. six, seven, whatever, however many episodes in, you decided to actually get a microphone for a podcast. She's way host. more in than five or six or seven episodes. She's been doing that as long as we have. She's been up there as long as we've been doing this. Gross. Yeah, so her and Holly probably talked about it on the podcast. We're going to play a big match. And you know what kills me? It is going to get massive viewership. I know. It's so disappointing. <sighs> Whatever. If you, if you like watching that, then watch it. I don't care. I well, just don't want it to be any. And I don't want any part of it at all. Anywhere. I don't want it anywhere near me. You said it just right. That's exactly it. I gotta add now to our notes that we had breaking news. <laughs> and look, it's like it already infected us, right? But we had I to. We had, look, we had to report on it. We had to. Yeah, that's what it's our. Yeah, it's right. It's our duty. It's our as, duty as to the journalists. Golf, yep, as serious <laughs> golf <laughs> journalists, huge golf guy journalists. That's right. All right, Chris. On that on that note, I'm ready to be done with this show. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> It was it was a pleasure uh, talking to you until I went down the rabbit hole of realizing one of the top golf ca- podcasts is a million episodes in and doesn't even use microphones. Um, <laughs> whatever. All right, bud. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, man. See ya. Bye, everyone. <laughs>